0: Hey guys, today we're going to talk about the pros and cons of having too many similar eggs inside the same basket and why digging yourself out of a drawdown is a lot harder than you might expect. Some would say doubly hard. Now, in the podcast, I do talk about a chart, kind of a a drawdown recovery chart, but I couldn't find the link of it um, at the time. But if you look in the show notes below this video, I will include the link so you can check it out. That way, you can see based on how much money you lose, how much you have to make in order to get your head right back up to that break-even point. All right, enjoy the show. Now, this is um, another good example of this is a a, a gift and a curse. Right, we, we always talk about developing a portfolio and why you want to have consistency in your portfolio. Why, when you develop a portfolio, you want to have some type of balance. Because let's say you have a portfolio of only pound pairs, pound dollar, pound Aussie, pound yen, pound Swiss, and they're all giving you the exact same move, just because this particular move is based off of a news event that came out. If you get the exact same signal and you take all the trades as you're supposed to, you've left yourself pretty exposed because you've taken four trades, and in this case, they're the exact same trades, there's, there's two likely outcomes. There are two high probability outcomes, again, in this specific type, because it is news driven. You're either going to win all four or lose all four. There's no real balance in there. And those can cause big dips to your equity curve. If you're risking 2% per trade, you just lost 8% on one trading day. Whew. Where maybe if you're taking different types of trades, maybe you took two, Well, you lost 4%, but maybe you had another play on Aussie Canada at one and you won 3% there. So now you're down 1% instead of down 8 This was the mistake that I didn't know about at the time, mistake I made when I was trading a mechanical system. It was a trend continuation system. Um, And by mechanical, I mean like it was um, no no discretion, strictly rules-based, indicator-based. And I happened to get signals. um, I had a lot of yen pairs. I had... I think pound yen, I had dollar yen, I had euro yen, I had Canada yen, Aussie, I think I had like four or six yen pairs in my portfolio because they performed good based on the, the strategy. This was back when, you know, the yen was a very directional movement or a pair because they would kind of basically say like, we're devaluing our currency and we don't care. So you just see massive moves in the same direction. And unfortunately, I had a signal and I was in all... 6 yen pairs at the same time. There was a natural disaster that happened. And all those pairs tanked at the same time. And I lost a massive amount of money because of one thing. But because I had that multiplied across six pairs, it just multiplied my losses. Now, on the flip side, this is when I stopped trading. And if I would have kept trading, I would have won Again, all six would have won the next you know week or so. But you got to ask yourself what is the goal? Is, is the goal to have very big aggressive swings in your equity curve? Big extensions and big dips followed by big extensions and big dips? Or is it to have more of a smooth equity curve or maybe your extensions aren't as high, but your dips aren't as low? And there's no wrong or right answer to that. That, That's based off of, we talk about trading philosophy and personality. That is based off what you want to do, right? You can be a very high risk trader. If you want to make a massive amount of money, risk more. Have a bigger position size. And when you hit those big wins, you're going to hit those jackpots. But what comes with that is when you hit your low periods, when you hit your drawdowns, you're gonna have bigger dips as well. Now my, my advice would be this, especially if you're someone that's using like a, a money management strategy, like a smooth ratio money management strategy, the key is a consistent flow of income. And then you can gradually increase your position size as your account size goes up, right? Even if you're not using smooth ratio money management, as your account size grow, goes up, obviously, if you're risking like a, a set risk, like a 1% or 2%, 2% is going to have a higher monetary value. And again, it all depends on the, the trade. But imagine your average stop loss, whatever like that. 2% is going to have a higher monetary value when you're trading a $10,000 account versus a $5,000 account. So the goal is to slowly grow. in that way, your position size grows while maintaining the same risk, essentially. Think about every time you take a big hit. Every time you take a big hit, and I wish I had the chart in front of me. Um, every time you bit, take a big hit and you give yourself a massive drawdown, you've now decreased your account size by a significant amount. You've now pretty much decreased your position size if, if you're trading a set risk, right? You decrease your position size. So now in order to dig yourself out of that hole and get back to break even, not to mention being profit again, you have to do more than what you did when you lost. Does that make sense, guys? If you are trading, let's say you are trading a $10,000 account and we'll just keep the the, the math simple. You're trading a $10,000 account, you're overexposed to whatever and you lose 50% of your account. Now you're down to 5000 Would you guys all agree that if you're keeping the same risk, your position size shrinks in half, right? 2% of a $5,000 account is half of 2% on a $10,000 account, right? So it was very easy to lose that 50%, to lose that 5000 Now, in order to get back from 5000 to 10000 you have to double your account. We can all agree with that. The hard part is you have to double your account while trading half your normal position size. So you have to do double to achieve the same. There's a cool chart. I wish I could find it for you guys. It's um Stephen Burns shares it every once in a while. It's, it's, a, it's a mathematical chart that shows you based on your drawdown, how much you actually have to achieve just to get back to the level that you were at before your drawdown. And it's amazing because we don't think about it. We just think about like, normal drawdowns without changing our business size where it's like, okay, if I lose 5,000, I just, you know, take the next trade and I'll just have to gain 5,000 back, right? No, it's, it's you have to do more work. And the hard part is you have to do more work while ideally sticking to your rules. And your rules are probably not meant to have these big swings because, you know, Ebb's and flows, right? Extensions and pullbacks come naturally. You you have your period of drawdown, and you have your period of extension. You have your period of drawdown, and you have your period of extension. You're not necessarily gonna your your strategy isn't necessarily gonna change. You're not just gonna catch fire because now you have to dig yourself out of a hole. You're not just gonna become a super trader because you hit a drawdown. You can't just flip a switch and be like, okay, I'm gonna win them next my next twenty trades in a row, right? Because if that was the case, you'd do that in the first place. So what happens is traders getting stuck in this kind of this negative loop of they have a bad drawdown caused by usually caused by some type of dumb mistake because if it wasn't a dumb mistake you probably wouldn't have that bad of a drawdown you have a bad drawdown caused by a dumb mistake you then try to trade your way out of that drawdown and you hit a little bit of a hot streak but you realize because your position size is cut in half and your drawdown so big your hot streak doesn't get you to where you were at before the drawdown and now you get frustrated because you're winning but you're still in a drawdown So what do you do? Well, you try to do more. You either force trades, you change things, you increase your position size. You do that after your hot streak is done. And after your hot streak comes your losing streak. So you're doing all these more mistakes right when your next losing streak comes, which pushes you even further down the hole, which makes you feel like you have to do even more to make up for it because now you don't have to make up for the first drawdown. You got to make up for the first and the second drawdown. Right? It's like... um like credit card debt, right? You use up your limit on your credit card. So what do you do? You get a new credit card. You do a balance transfer. Well, now you got two credit cards that are loading up on debt. What do you do? Well, you do a third credit card to free up that first one. Well, now you got three credit cards that are loaded up on debt. And you're, you're digging yourself in a deeper and deeper hole. And, and that hole gets harder and harder because each credit card you acquire, you're loading it up with the debt of the previous credit card which means you're getting hit with these these fees and these interests. And the more you have on that credit card, the bigger the interest is, which means the, 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 the harder it is for you to pay it back. You're just making your situation worse by taking on more credit cards and more debt. You're trying to do something that you think is going to make your situation better, but it's actually making it worse. So those are, those are the issues that people get into when, when you have those big drawdowns and you're unable to get out of them and you try to look for the, the quick way out of them. But the cause of that is also a lot of, well, not just the mistakes that you make during it, but overexposure. So when you're creating your portfolio, you need to make sure that there is balance. My opinion, instead of having, you know, this is my personal trading style. Instead of having the big extensions and the big dips, I would much rather have a steady curve because the thing I want to avoid is drawdown. I, I want to avoid big drawdowns more than I want kind of big profit boost. Because I know that as long as I'm steady, as long as I'm not taking big drawdowns, I can steadily and consistently increase my account size, which means I can steadily and consistently increase my position size, which means I don't have to worry about going backwards. I may not. I may be slowly inching forward, but I'm never really going backwards. And as long as I'm going forward, I'm on the path of making more and more money. And that's my ultimate goal make that profit, baby. So if you're dealing with drawdowns and you're not sure why or how to stop that pattern from happening, there's a good chance that there is some type of mistake you're making or some type of obstacle that is standing in your way of success. If you're looking for some coaching and some support to clear that obstacle, Look no further than www.tier1trading.com. We've been doing this for a very long time. we work worked with traders of all different levels, from brand new noobs to experienced traders that are just kind of stuck on one little thing. So check us out, www.tier1trading.com. I recommend the risk-free trial membership. That way you can get on the platform, talk to the community, check out our resources, check out our trading styles, and make sure we're the right fit before you make any type of investment www.tier1trading.com, and I'll see you there.